Rantcast. Metaphysics Rantcast with your host, Metaphysician Seven. And I just had a thought. First of all, I woke up pretty early today and intended to record and just kind of ramble and babble away. And <laughs> sorry for that. I just remembered the last series of like, I'm about to pass out type recordings. But right now, right here, right now, I want to speak about how you can override the feelings of not wanting to go outside. So let me let me try and rephrase this and articulate this in a certain in a different way. I was up and about doing a bunch of shit. Full disclosure, ate bullshit food for breakfast, whatever. That's, that, that, that's actually like the least of my worries is eating muffins for breakfast. Anyway, um, um, and I went to go lie down. And this is, a, this is a habit I've had over the years. Go lie down, set a timer with the intent of getting up when the timer goes off only to then hit snooze. And then that goes on for like an hour or two until I like pass out and I just stay in bed. And for some for some reason, for some reason, today. Shit, there's a call. Give me one second here. One second. Hello? Hello? Alright. My phone doesn't. I have to put my phone on speaker to hear anything. Anyway, um, where I was going with that was I mentally had that urge in the back of my mind to lay in bed and not do anything. Like I was saying, the idea is to back off of the clonazepam for today and more or less just kind of like do normal real life shit, do some administrative shit. I even wrote it on the board. <laughs> I even wrote Tinder on the board. That's like the last thing on the list. Although I did it first thing this morning. <laughs> so it's the, there goes that order of events. But anyway, um, <clears throat> something in my head said, just get up, shower, and move on with your day. It's Saturday, it's the end of the year. And it's like, it's, you know, I didn't succumb to the fucking wanting to just hide, you know? I got up and continued on. Like, the shower's running in the background. I don't know if you can hear this, but the shower's running in the background so it can get heated up. And I'm, and that feeling... Knowing that you that I have the power to eliminate those thoughts now, where I would usually give in, it's not so much empowering, but it's like, or maybe it is empowering. Maybe it is empowering. You know, like I said, your mind can be your own worst enemy. Your thoughts can be your own worst enemy. Outside opinions can almost seem intrusive. Outside, I'm gonna make a post about this, <laughs> an IG post 
I'm gonna make a. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. It's gonna be like get up, get out. Yeah, maybe 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 referencing Outcast or don't let thoughts chain you down. Something in that effect. That's gonna be one of my posts. Anyway, I'm very glad that I was able to push those thoughts aside. And I really hope somebody out there is listening who is experiencing this exact same shit. Maybe you haven't left your house in a few days. That happened to me recently. I've already talked about this. But it ain't happening today. Fuck that. Today. And I almost beat myself up because I I logged into my account online, the app. And I spent a little, well, in my hoodie mentality, I spent a lot of money, which was really, um, I bought, where did I buy? Muffins. <laughs> I bought um, coffee. I bought Tim Hortons and another coffee. And then I bought nothing else. And really today I should go buy like a hoodie or something or a sweater. But I got, I got some of that shit for Christmas, so there's no need to blow on that yet. But one more would be good. One more pair of pants would be good. Anyway, not to get too much into that. The point is, it's not a very, it's not a cut and dry thing. I know that people like to be dismissive and like to say stupid shit like, oh, just get up and do shit. Just get your shit together. And it's like, it ain't that simple. It's not as simple as we like to believe, right? When there's a block in your mind, when you've had decades, and keep in mind, I'm saying decades and I'm only 32, which means that this has been more or less a lifelong thing. And only having the maturity or self-awareness to realize that I can actually combat this. This isn't, is this isn't like waging war against yourself and then, and then the other, and then the enemy wins, or let the enemy win. The enemy is the, the sleeping in bed, or sorry, not sleeping in bed. The enemy is not wanting to leave bed. The enemy is getting up early, and then going back to bed. Now, there's times where you know maybe you didn't get enough sleep. It's not always like late, like sleeping in isn't the most horrible thing in the world. People sleep in, right? If you work two jobs, you have every right to sleep until 11. If you work three jobs, sleep all all you want. I'm just saying that for me and people like me, it's just too easy to pretend like the world doesn't exist, to pretend like there's nothing happening in your life, to avoid things, to ignore them, to procrastinate and lay there and kind of go into this world in your mind where you just kind of like are just daydreaming and and it's like it's not even really daydreaming it's like a dangerous sort of like cyclical conjuring up of of random thoughts and you know um just going around in circles next thing you know an hour has gone by um and i don't want that to be the case you know i really i'm tired of it man (laughs) I'm tired of it. 
I'm fucking tired of it. And again, going back to the whole clonazepam thing, if this thing, if these have a 30, you'd think I'm taking this for the first time, but it's like, every time I take it, I look a little bit more into like, clonazepam specifically and other benzos. Anyway, if there's a 30 to 60 hour half-life, there's no need for me to like take more today. Like what the fuck? And who am I talking to today other than you guys? You know? I think at this point, you guys kind of get me. You clearly get me because you keep listening. So you're like, even if you're laughing, at least you're laughing at, you know, something that is is um, recognizable to you. You know what I mean? Um, and it's a two-way thing. Like, look how long it took for me to, to open up about the painkiller thing. So there was so many recordings where I'm talking and I may or may not have been on painkillers. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then now I'm, and then yesterday I, I let it loose. You know, I don't know. But the main focus is today will not be a day where I succumb to the bullshit of sitting in bed, laying in bed, scrolling the phone. You know what I mean? I tweeted something out. Where did I tweet out? Just drop shit on the floor. Where did I tweet out? Just now. Let's see. When the desire to actually do shit overrides your desire to stay inside and hide away from quote-unquote the world, you're quote-unquote on an upwards trajectory. The post before that, 10 minutes, or the tweet before that, 10 minutes. Life is worth living. You got to climb out of whatever pit you're in. And there's another interesting one. <laughs> Went from a young nigga living presidential, no, residential, to a young nigga living presidential. Game's been good to me. That's a Tupac song. <laughs> and then there's, things are never as frightening as they, as you make it out to quote unquote, B, it's like the, the B emoji in your mind. And there was one that somebody liked. Let me see what it says. Quote unquote, the fiend fiend days are over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so it's like that's probably the most consecutive tweeting I've done in like six months. But in any case, you got to wage these battles and win them. Because as you walk through the world, you look at people and everybody, forget about the people that are smiling. Look, I mean, even if they are smiling, you got to look at people and say to yourself, okay. Okay, they appear on the surface to be all together, but they really aren't, you know? Um, and that's not like to pass judgment. That's just like to say, whatever you think you're, you're going through, other people are going through it. I feel like that's almost a corny kind of thing to say. That's like a Captain Obvious thing to say. But, again, I think the shower is hot now, so I'm gonna go shower, put on some clothes, and do some organizing, and then step outside. What's the temperature today? Today in Ottawa, it is minus seven. Feels like minus 16, with a low of minus 16. Oh, God. Minus seven, and it feels like minus 16. 
That's some fucking bullshit. Let's see. Okay, let's see. Montreal minus one. Rochester one. Detroit zero. Cleveland one degrees. Moncton two degrees. Providence is 10 degrees. Whitehorse is minus 13. Yellowknife is minus 26. Iqaluit is minus 18. New York is 11. Athens is 14. Lisbon is 16. This is all Celsius in case you couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Sao Paulo is 28 degrees. Barcelona is 13 degrees. Saskatoon is minus 8 degrees. Let's see the Fahrenheit for Yellowknife, minus 14. So minus 14 Fahrenheit for Yellowknife, which is like kind of near, well, it's not near at all. Here's an interesting tidbit. I, in the same way that I envision, in the same way that people like to lump regions together, like West, East, you know, the Deep South and so on. Up here, we like to say the North, right? So the North is everything from Nunavut to you know, yellow, uh, Northwest Territories and the Yukon. And in my mind, I always envisioned like, oh, since they're all up there, they all must be like fairly close. You can probably just drive and have like, you know, drive for a day and go and check out Yellowknife and then go back to Whitehorse and then maybe even go to Anchorage. When I looked at the map, I was like, oh shit. Like, we <laughs> as Canadians, sometimes if you don't really look into it, you have no grasp of the how vast the land is up there. Like Yellowknife and Whitehorse are nowhere close to each other. And part of it is because there's no straight direct route. You actually have to drive around a bunch of mountains and then come back up to reach. Let me see, where is it? <laughs> this is a random tangent, but I'm gonna, it's interesting because Again, you never really understand the scope. Okay, white horse. White horse. Horse, come on. Okay, white horse, Yukon. And then yellow knife. Northwest Territories. <laughs> so by car, it's, I'm gonna snapshot this too. That's gonna be the um, album, not the album art, but the cover art for this. So to drive from Whitehorse to Yukon is one day <laughs> and four hours. Now let's do Yellowknife, let's do Anchorage. I do I think I wanted to do white horse wait okay 13 hours <laughs> so from Anchorage to white horse is 13 hours and three minutes if you were to walk to walk or hike or hitchhike it says can't find a way there of course and then white horse to Yellowknife is like a day and a bit so that just is supposed to show you how fast the land that we live in is i'd love to check it out, check up out out check up out there but to check up the area out there but like it sounds like some rear frontier shit and that's you know gold rush and pioneer frontierism and shit that's all that was happening out there so i'm gonna kill the recording and go shower i'll probably hop back in with some thoughts if i have any shower thoughts and uh go 
and seize the day. I hope everybody out there seizes the day. All right? Peace.